Today's episode is brought to you by Wireless Zone, located in Dunce Corners, Westley, Rhode Island. Wireless Zone in Westley is an authorized Verizon Realtor. There, you can find all the latest and newest phones, including the iPhone 13. And if you're in the business for a new phone, you can get up to $440 off your new phone with a trade-in of an old phone. And if you have a broken phone, they have a repair zone. There, they can help repair your cracked screen. You need a new battery. They have you covered there in the repair zone. Check out Wireless Zone in Westley, Rhode Island, located next to the Dunkin' Donuts and Dunce Corners. Welcome to the Rory Runback. I'm your host, Jeff Marone, and I have a great interview for you guys today with Seth Anderson. He is a junior for Pomfret School Boys Basketball Team, and I'm happy to bring to you an RI Sports Focus podcast. We'll deep dive into our local high school, college, and athletic programs across our great state of Rhode Island. Here we go. All right, welcome to the Rory Runback. Uh, we have another great episode for you guys today with Seth Anderson. He is a junior for Pomfret School boys basketball team. Great interview with Seth. Really enjoyed his conversation. Seth originally started his basketball career here in Rhode Island. He played for Cumberland High School, and then he recently just reclassified, and now he's at Pomfret. So it's awesome to catch up with Seth. Talked about last year, what it was like to play in the COVID year in Cumberland, and uh his adjustment to living in boarding school and, uh, you know, what he's looking forward to the most, playing at Pomfret and being in a knapsack, and what he's looking to get out of that. So just a great interview with Seth. I really enjoyed our conversation. Great kid, very professional. Couldn't really tell that, uh, you know, he was 18 while we were doing the conversation. So it was just very, uh, it was like a really good conversation. So really professional young man, very excited for his career. Hope, hope great things come down the line for him, and I'm sure they will. But before we get into that interview, uh, just a couple quick announcements, too. I know I always go through the podcast, and you can watch this on YouTube and Rory Runback. Um, some big news coming out this week as well, um, just to keep you guys updated. Be on the lookout for that. That big news should hopefully come out on Friday uh, if everything goes according to planned and some things work out as well. So we'll definitely we'll keep you guys in the loop with that for sure. But, you know, back to my usual spiel. We are on YouTube, so you can watch this episode on YouTube. I search for Rory back. Remember hit that like, share, and subscribe button. And if you can't make it to YouTube, stay tuned on the podcast platform that you're currently listening to. I really appreciate you guys. Remember hit that like, share, and subscribe button. Leave a review. Greatly appreciate you guys tuning in every day. Without you guys, we wouldn't be where we are today. Um, I wouldn't be at all the episodes I am at today if you guys didn't continue to listen to the show. So greatly appreciate it. But like I said, keep in mind, there'll be some big changes down the line coming. And, uh, you know, you be on the lookout for those on Friday. But now for our interview with Seth Anderson. All right. On today's show, I welcome on a very special guest. He is Seth Anderson. He is a sophomore forward for Pomfret Boys Basketball Team. Seth, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you, Jeff? I'm, I'm doing well, man. Uh, so some big changes, huh? You're over now at uh, Pomfret right now? Yeah, big change. I'm liking it so far, though. Yeah, that, that's awesome. So what has your time been there at Pomfret, like an adjustment to living on uh, the whole, you know, the boarding school life, not being at home and, you know, having your own like dorm? 
Yeah. Uh, first thing I noticed is you kind of don't have much downtime. You're just going class, meals, practice, workouts. Like you're kind of going all the way until like 10 o'clock at night, which is fun. Sometimes it's hard to find the downtime and, you know, rest your mind a little bit, but I like it like that. So I can't complain. So it sounds like you're like already at like the college level. Of yeah, like the, yeah. <laughs> which work. is nice. I've heard it prepares you well for the next level a lot. So yeah, it's funny because I just had a conversation with Tyler Kolick and he pretty much said the same thing that they're like at Marquette, they're like working out class, working back out practice, then like they don't get back. He said he doesn't get back to his dorm until like 10 o'clock too. Wow. Yeah. I believe that. That's big time. Yeah, that is, it's crazy. That is big time. So, but what was the decision to go to Pomfret and to play in the NEPSAC? Um, a lot of it just branched off of not just basketball, but academics. Um, I know, Pom, like, I love Cumberland, great school, but then it's a public school. And I think going to a prep, both for basketball and for academics, was the right decision for me. And also uh, reclassing. So I redid my junior year. And um, I think that's going to be big for recruiting. And yeah, I think I could definitely use it being a skinnier guy just to fill up my frame a little bit. And, you know, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Sorry. So you're, you're a junior. I, I messed it up in the intro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a repeat too. Yeah. Uh, all right. Sorry. Yeah. I started reclassified. I, my bad, my I'm, no I, bad math on my behalf. I <laughs> did. Um, so, and so like, what's the one of the biggest things, uh, you know, playing basketball on that what's the biggest things that you're looking forward to? Um, honestly, playing the coach here, I love like so far, Rob Tosti. Um, he's awesome. I'm really excited for playing the coach, very modern style. Um, you know, he takes it very seriously. He has a lot of knowledge of like body and he says like, we'll go really hard. Some days we'll go a little softer just to like, you know, let our bodies recover. And I'm excited to play for something more modern like that. Nice. That, that's awesome. And like, what's the adjustment to, to get to know teammates and, uh, you know, meet those guys? Yeah, it was a big adjustment. So like our, essentially our whole team and our rotation are, Essentially, our whole team minus two guys are new. So we're, we were all in the same boat, which was kind of nice. And, like, one's from Texas, one's from Minnesota, and one's from New York. So, like, we're kind of all coming from different walks of life. So, but it was nice being in the same boat as those guys. And, yeah. Nice, nice. How's, like, how's the, uh, the young man from Texas adjusting to the cold weather up here? He's, I don't know. That's a good question. I haven't asked about it, but I'm sure he's adjusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and then what, like, uh, then what's the, uh, you know, when does the season start? Who do you, like, is there any specific game you're looking forward to playing to or anything like that? Honestly, I don't really even, like, know the teams that we play that well. Like, I really have, this is the first year I'm here, so I don't really know a ton about it. I've heard Canterbury is very good, and I've heard that's kind of a rivalry game for us. So I'll be excited for that one, and yeah. Nice, nice. And do you know, uh, are you guys playing in like any holiday tournaments? I know in the past you guys played in like the Frosty Francis Holiday Invitational, um, anything like that. Do you know about that? Yeah, I think we are. And I I think it was an NERR one we're scheduled for this year, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, but yeah, I think we're definitely scheduled for one. I just forget it off the top of my head what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's very exciting. I mean, it's awesome for you to be at the NEPSAC level. And like you said, it, it sounds like a great opportunity for you like, academically and as well for basketball wise too. I also would just want to jump into a little bit about last season and what that was like for you. What was, you know, playing last season in a weird COVID year, no fans. What was that like? 
it was tough. The biggest thing is just tough to like focus right out of the gate. Like I felt like most games, I kind of got off to a slow start and it just took me a while to lock in. And that's just because of the environment, like playing my first two years, you know, having a lot of fans at pretty much every game, it's really easy to just be locked in, even through warmups and you're just waiting to play, you know, you're eager to get out there. But with like, with no fans, it kind of felt like a practice most of the time, but it was an adjustment period. I think I adjusted pretty well towards the end of the season to it. That's good. And then did you have like a favorite game or anything like that during the last season? Um, that's a good question. I think I'm going to cheat the question a little bit. But my favorite game I ever played was my sophomore year against the South. It was at home. I believe it was a Friday night right before winter break, I think. So it was a great atmosphere. We ended up winning that game. They, were, they had a great team. That was against Jake Bender and Dimitri Afredi. So they had a super good team. And Rafaela too. We ended up winning. I hit, I think I had the game winning free throws with like 30 seconds left. And so it was a really fun game for me. That's probably the best, my favorite game of my whole high school career. Oh, wow. That's, that's crazy. That's a crazy game to play against a, that's a stacked LaSalle team like that and be able to beat them in the last seconds for some free throws. Yeah, it was a ton of fun. That's awesome. And what was it like to play with like teammates like Jackson, uh, Walsh, and, you know, and this year you, had, you guys had Cleo Fafana. What was it like yeah. to play with those guys? It was a lot of fun, specifically for Jackson Walsh. I know sometimes, like, more specific situation, I would get, like, caught up in the post, kick it out to him. He might be, like, 30 feet from the basket, and he's still hitting it. Oh so he God. kind of bailed me out a multiple multitude of times. And Khalil, man, it was so fun to watch him develop. Like, he came in, obviously, being a dog and really wanting it, but towards the end of the season, he was – I'm so excited to see what he's going to do this year. I mean, he's a great player super talented, works super hard. I mean, he deserves everything that's coming for him. That's awesome. Yeah, he can sky. I've seen him, like, I think I went to, like, one of the summer league games, and I saw him, like, dunk, and I was like, wow, I could, could jump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he can jump. He can do it yeah. all. That's crazy. So then, too, what's it been like your BC, you played with BCRI, and what's it been like your experience playing with them and, you know, playing through, and you just finished up the fall season with them. What's that been like? Super enjoyable. Um, first thing I'll say is like, I feel like they play a style of basketball that fits my uh, play style really well. They let me like touch a lot, make a lot of passes and stuff like that and play a little, a lot of different um, ways, not just around the basket, not just outside, but a combination of both and really great culture, really great teammates. I mean, I would have to list them all, but all great teammates, great coaches. Yeah. And they, they believed in me from the start. So I really thank them endlessly for that. That's awesome. And then I, and then for yourself, like, you know, what's, what do you think has been your biggest growth as a player, like in the, in the game so far? Hmm. That's a good question. I think first and foremost, like just getting stronger. I know I still have a long way to go with that, but like, I bring this up all the time. I was in eighth grade. I was six, four and like 145 to 150 pounds. So I was super skinny. Like they, I had to go to the doctors for it. But I've put on like 30, 35 pounds since then. And I feel I can definitely feel the difference in my games, grab more rebounds, fighting a little bit better on defense. That's definitely been the biggest addition to my game. That's awesome. That's great. And then, you know, you're six, eight. Have you grown since like uh, since? I think I'm still about six, eight. I'm hoping for one more inch, but I think I'm about six, eight right now. <laughs> That's awesome. And being six, eight and then like seeing how the game has changed and like guys are not just you're not primary post player you can actually shoot the three and stuff like that what does that mean to you uh I think that honestly also caters to my game I didn't used to be a player that could really shoot the three or pass the ball or dribble or anything like that but I think like I said being a little undersized weight wise that's helped me a lot and just being able to 
go by a guy sometimes, shoot the three a little bit and pass. I think that's helped me a lot. And it's something I've had to pick up too, but I think I've done a pretty good job of it. That's awesome. That's great. And then like, what's the biggest thing that you've worked on during the off season besides gaining weight, like anything like dribbling or what's like the biggest thing? Definitely my jump shot. And um, I got together with my prep school coach uh, one time in the summer. He fixed it. Like I used to shoot like oh. know, kind of catapult a little bit. Yeah. He shortened it up a lot. It's and it's I've had a lot ton more success, ton more confidence doing it. And I've I've worked every day on it. So I'm really happy where, where it's at right now. That's awesome. You have the, like the old Michael Red shot. I'm like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then how did where did the passion of basketball come from? Like where that all like where does this all develop and like to get you where you are today? Good question. So I actually didn't really start playing basketball until middle school and my middle school coach got me into it. And I started, I really started playing in like church league at St. Joan of Arc in Cumberland. And my dad had played high school basketball. He um, could have played in college, decided not to. And he being, he was always really like very nice about it. He never like pushed me to do anything I didn't want to. He never like yelled at me after bad games or anything like that. And I think that constant support was really helpful. That's awesome. That's great. And it's really showing out. I mean, you've come like, obviously sounds like you've come a long way into where you are now and to be in the knapsack is such a, like, it's great. That's amazing for you. And uh, some great things that are going to come down the line for you for sure. And like, it sounds like you have some great things in line for yourself as well. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. So I want to ask some, just some questions that are just more fun and people for people to get to know you and just so the listeners get to know you, but any pregame ritual rituals or superstitions? Um, not really, to be honest. One thing I've started doing is I wear, I've always worn two socks, like double sock a little bit. Yeah. And I put like one, like I, I usually wear two Nike socks and I put one so you can see both swooshes essentially. Yeah. Other. It's not really a ritual, but like, I don't know why I do it. That's, that's pretty cool. I think I've actually seen you like in some of the BCR videos that they post, like you, I see the double sock in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you have to buy a bigger shoe for that? No, maybe I should. That's a good question. I have not, but I probably should. I so. <laughs> and how about do you have like a do you have a favorite NBA player or team? Um, I'm a Celtics fan, but my favorite player is Kawhi. I I always tell this, but I have a Spurs Kawhi Leonard jersey when I was that was literally like four or five years ago, but people think it's been so much longer and it's almost like an antique at this point, just because he's been the Raptors and the Clippers. So He's been my favorite player for a long time. All right. Two follow questions to both of those answers. What was uh, why Kawhi? I don't know. To be honest, I don't know. <laughs> I just kind of liked him. I like his mantra, like just not saying much and going and doing his business. And yeah, I just kind of stuck with it. That's good. And then what do you, what do you think about the Celtics so far this season? It hasn't been the best, but what do you think? Yeah, I don't know. It's early. So I still have hope for him, but. They didn't underperformed a little bit last year. So I'm hoping something changes. Either they make a move or they just start playing a little bit different style. But not happy so far. Yeah, same here. They make me nervous. I don't know. I feel like our time, I shouldn't say our, not on the team, but the time of like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum is going to like run out eventually or something yeah. like that. There's only so long I think we can keep those guys if we don't win a championship. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy because they're so young. But like, if we keep losing games like this, they're just gonna leave, and there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, it's crazy. And then, like, I looked in the top, like ESPN's like top scores, or like they looked in the league scores. They're like back to back. They're both like in the top ten, right next yeah. to each other. Like, one's averaging twenty six, the other one's averaging twenty five. But might as well be twenty six. I don't know. It's crazy. It sucks, but we'll see. 
what's your favorite food? Chicken parm, definitely. Oh, good choice. Good choice. Do you have a, a favorite place in Rhode Island to get your chicken parm? I do. Um, Laura's Grill in Smithfield, it's like 10 minutes from me in Cumberland. It's so good. It's pretty cheap, too. It's so good. Is they it? Portion. They give you like two, like, that might even be undercut, like this size chicken, <laughs> two of them, and they're so good. All right. I'll have to try it out. Now, how's the house food on uh, campus as well? Is it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, not perfect, but like, it's really good. And I, for eating it three meals a day, sometimes four, I'll bring a dinner, a second dinner home and eat it like during study owl hours. It, I've not gotten sick of it. So definitely that says something. That's good. That's really good. How about uh, favorite music? Um, I'm a big J. Cole fan. So nice. Any favorite song by him or just do you like all the albums? <laughs> um, definitely like all. Probably my favorite song is Love Yours, though. I like that song a lot. Nice. Very nice. And then what's your favorite thing to do outside of basketball? Do you like any other sports or anything besides basketball? Yeah. Um, I grew up my whole life playing baseball. So I would say that's like my secondary sport. I do that more for fun. I used to, like before I played basketball, that was my thing. But yeah, I think it's fun. I'm a pitcher, so I just have fun with that. And yeah. Nice. Are you, did you, are you a Red Sox fan too? I am a Red Sox fan. All right. All right. Well, Seth, that's all the questions I have for you. Do you have any questions, comments, or statements before we sign off? I think that's awesome. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, of course. Anytime, Seth. Best of luck this season. Uh, We'll definitely have to get you back on during the season and then catch up. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. All right. That was my interview with Seth Anderson. Very excited to have him on the show and very excited for his career going forward. You know, being a 6'8 junior playing at Pomfret, I'm sure he's going to do accomplish great things. Some, he's just a big basketball fan. He has a big passion for basketball. So just excited to see everything work out for him. Coming up uh, this week will uh, be an episode. I will not release a name, but I will get let you guys know on Friday what's happening. I'm sure I'll leave some previews out there on Thursday and maybe even uh, tomorrow night on uh, my Instagram. So be on the lookout for those. But episode will be dropping Friday. Following week, I have uh, the program directors and the founders of RRI Elite, Nick Wright and Nuri Muhammad. A great interview with them. I really enjoyed the conversation with them. Uh, so be on the lookout on that episode as well, too. And many more to come down the line as we're back in the basketball season, folks. So I'm getting right back to it and happy to rebuild upon that. So I will see you guys on Friday. I hope you guys enjoy your Wednesday and see you Friday.